You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi everyone, it's Connie here and welcome back to Awaken Radio. It is really awesome to be back here with you and I'm really excited about the conversation that I have in store for you today and I have no doubt that you are absolutely going to love it and that you're going to get so much value from it. And one of the key reasons I'm, I'm so excited is because I feel like this is something I haven't brought you as yet on Awaken Radio and part of the, the reason for bringing it is I felt a really strong desire to start to expand some of the topic of conversation that I'm bringing you on this show. And I feel like we started to do that last year a bit already. And um, we went quite deep into some new topics around particularly sort of feminine energy and sexuality. Uh, we also went quite deep into energy work and spirituality and Uh, kundalini yoga which I just thought was so powerful and we've also started dabbling a bit in the health and wellness conversation which is a huge area of passion of mine and that's something I probably want to explore more with you guys this year so we're going down that path a bit today but we're going to be talking about natural beauty we're going to be talking about the choices we are making around the products that we're using and actually making the transition from using standard, quite chemical-based and sometimes very toxic beauty products onto choosing products that are eco-friendly, that are organic, that are non-toxic, that are made by very conscious brands and which actually look after our body rather than doing damage to our body without us even realizing and this has been a huge area of focus for me personally is making this transition and I'm very lucky that the woman that I'm bringing on the show today is a friend of mine so I've already been learning a lot from her and I I find her knowledge and her passion so inspiring so it was a no-brainer for me to want to bring her on the show and share her with you And I really hope it inspires you to bring more awareness and consciousness to the choices you are making every single day about what you're putting on your body. And I think you're going to learn today just why it is so important that we begin to take a look at this area, not just for our own health and well-being, but for the greater repercussions it has on the world and, and our environment. So the woman that I'm speaking to today is Emily Banks, and she is a natural makeup artist, eco-beauty advocate, and founder of Depths of Beauty. Emily is passionate about sharing the importance of non-toxic beauty to inspire healthy and positive change for people and the planet. She is on a mission to help others discover conscious beauty and authentic well-being from the inside out. Emily is the only natural beauty blogger in Australia who is also a reputable eco makeup artist with more than eight years experience in the industry. In addition to blogging and makeup artistry, Emily is also a public speaker hosting events, masterclasses and live trainings throughout Australia. And as such, she has become the leading authority on eco makeup and the most trusted online source for honest natural beauty reviews. You are absolutely going to love this conversation today, so let's dive in. Hello, beautiful Em. How are you? Hello, my darling. I'm so good. So, so good. It's so nice to have you on the show. Welcome to the Awaken Radio podcast. Oh, such a pleasure being here. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm really excited to dive into this conversation with you today because it's a little bit selfish for me. I'm just excited to, to hear everything that you have to share because I know from spending time with you, you are not only so passionate about what you share and about this conversation about natural beauty, but you have so much knowledge. Uh, you have so much wisdom around this. You're like, the, when I hear you talk about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you know all this stuff? It's amazing. So I'm excited because I get to listen to you um, chat about this for an hour and I get, to, I get to learn from you, but then Yay. I get to share you with my community too. So it's extra fun. 
<laughs> so, so good. Yeah, I can't wait to delve into it all. You won't be able to stop me. You watch. We'll be going for my masterclasses go for like six hours and I am talking like super fast pace. I'm like, okay, let's cover this, this and this. So yeah, it's good fun. Love talking it out. We'll see what we can cram into to the episode today. All right. All right, cool. So where I love to open up with people um, is around your story and your journey, uh, because I think it's, it's so interesting what has brought us to where we are. And also, I think what makes us so passionate about what we teach in the world is usually part of the journey that we've been on and what we've learned or discovered along the way. So can mm. you just, you know, for some of my audience may not have come across you as yet, can you share with us uh, a bit about your history and, and what has brought you to where you are and why you're so passionate about what you're teaching at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. So look, I won't start from the day I was born because we'll be here for a while. Um, but I'm going to start from when I was 19, I was either going to study naturopathy or makeup artistry. And I mean, I've always been really attracted to health and well-being and thriving to our fullest potential. And I've always been super interested in, you know, the power of nature to heal our bodies from within. Um, so that's what was, you know, attracting me to naturopathy. But I was also very attracted to makeup artistry. I love the creativity of it. I'd always done um, my friend's makeup when I was younger. And I just, I loved how beauty and makeup could make you feel. And look, to be honest, I was 19 at the time and I was super attracted to, you know, to beauty and fashion and the, the whole the whole glamour of um, working in that industry as well. So I ended up going with makeup artistry, partly because it was, you know, it was fun, it was creative. Um, and look, let's be honest, it was a three-month course. The naturopathy was four <laughs> years. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, look, let's, let's go with makeup artistry for now. And I went into it actually wanting to start out as a natural makeup artist. So I was like, oh, wouldn't it be amazing if I could do a makeup artistry course and then be using natural products and be a natural makeup artist. But I very quickly learned that um, as I spoke to a few people about that and asked uh, some reputable makeup artists, you know, is it possible to use natural products and I want to be a natural makeup artist, what should I use? Everyone, just everyone was saying, oh, M, hun, you can't do that. It just, you know, there's no products that perform. Um, you won't be able to get any work and you won't be able to do your job uh, using natural beauty. So, you know, I I was like, okay, well, I, I, guess, I guess I can't be a natural makeup artist. So I basically... Um, you know, started working, I did a short course, I started working in the beauty and fashion industry, um, doing editorial, doing, you know, TV, magazines, the whole, the whole lot. And I, I basically reached a point after a few years, I was, I was doing quite well, um, you know, within the makeup artistry space. And I just, I just wasn't loving it as much as I feel like I should have been loving it. And whilst I, I really enjoyed making people, you know, feel beautiful and, and the creativity side of it, I just felt like it wasn't, it wasn't fully aligned with my passion for health and wellness and wellbeing. And I reached a point where um, brands started contacting me. So I was actually approached by Clinique to be a Clinique it girl, it was called at the time. And all it basically meant was that, you know, I would create some videos and represent these products and say, you know, let people know that, you know, the products are great for sensitive skin or whatever else. And it was at that point that I just went, oh, I don't feel comfortable doing this. I don't feel comfortable representing these products on this level. I don't mind at the time, I didn't mind using them to, you know, to do my job, but I just, I didn't feel comfortable standing up and saying, this is good for sensitive skin and this gets rid of your fine lines overnight. Because you know what? I didn't believe that it did. And I kind of knew a little bit better. Um, so it was at that point that I was like, well, and why am I doing, why am I doing something if I don't want to progress? And why am I doing something that doesn't feel like it's, it's really heart sensitive and I'm not loving every aspect of it. And why am I using products if I can't stand up and really represent these products? Mm. So that's what, um, that's what made me go, okay, you know what? I'm going to go and test and trial some natural brands because I could see that there was, you know, there's natural brands on the market and everyone was saying they don't work. But I was like, well, have you tried them? Mm. <laughs> have you really tried all of these products yourself? All these makeup artists who are, who are saying they don't work. It's like, well, what have you tried? You may have gone and tried one product from one brand that didn't perform amazingly. And, and have you just, you know, made the assumption that all brands don't work? So 
And I think that's just just to, uh, on that point. I think that's a yeah. big thing that stops people going into natural. I think it's it's made me hesitate in the past because we don't. There's this idea that they're not as good quality or they won't be as effective. Absolutely. And look, I think they didn't used to be. Um, formulations have have come a really long way over the last couple of years, especially. So, you know, nine years ago when I did start out in makeup artistry um, in the field, like perhaps products weren't performing as well. And I think there's this belief that that they still don't perform because some people did go and try them all those years ago in a health food store and they didn't work as well. And they've still got the, uh, you know, belief that they don't work now, but it's, it's actually not the case. They've come really, really far and products really and truly are performing. So uh, that's, that's what I realized. I went out and I went, okay, I'm going to test and trial these products myself. Um, and I got them home and I started using them and I just went, oh my goodness, these products are performing beautifully. And I think this is the difference with sure, you know, being interested in health and wellness or being a blogger, you can say these products are great, but I I do have eight years, sorry, it's almost nine or 10 years. I feel like I've been saying this for, you know, I'm talking about my story for two years now. So I I keep saying eight. It's actually 10 years now. I've got 10 years experience as a makeup artist. I know how products are supposed to perform and I tested these products and I was just blown away at how beautiful they felt on the skin, how beautiful they looked on the skin. And that's when I started using them in in editorial work. And um, that's when I really went, okay, if I'm going to be a natural makeup artist, I need to explain to people what the difference is between natural beauty to mainstream beauty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I say on that point as well? I think it's so what your role is, is so powerful for is actually educating people about that, because I think there is such a lack of education. And I was one of those people that had the experience you spoke about. I think I tried natural shampoo and conditioner like years yeah. ago. And wow, like my hair <laughs> just wasn't yeah. good. And I was like, oh, this stuff is rubbish. Like as much as I want to go natural, I can't I can't do it. So, you know, what you're doing is educating people not only on the best products to use, but as we're going to go into why we actually want to be for so many other reasons um, going down this path of using natural, natural and chemical free. Absolutely. And, and really that's where my passion, that fire in my belly and Mm. the passion and the excitement to share this knowledge that I started uncovering, really that's how Depths of Beauty was born because I know you're about to ask me a few of these questions, I think, I assume, because most people do. Um, but what I started uncovering in the, with the difference to the natural um, beauty realm and the mainstream beauty realm is, is really quite shocking. Um, and, I, I mean, I started looking into the, – the difference is basically that the mainstream beauty space realm is one of the only unregulated industries in the entire world. Mm. So a lot of people don't realize this. We have this expectation or assumption that something that we're buying off the shelves has gone through some sort of uh, mandatory testing or that there's some governing body that's making sure that the the ingredients in these products are are safe. We just, we have this, um, I don't know, we just assume that they're safe, right? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, the, the beauty industry, I mean, it comes underneath the FDA in the States and the TGA and NICNAS in Australia. And these are the governing bodies for the industry. But what they state is that brands are basically allowed to say whatever they want about a product. They're allowed to put whatever they want in that product. And there's no mandatory testing. Even if there is testing done, they don't have the power to take it off the shelves. Mm. And I, I told you I could just keep going. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fascinated because I think that's the, the other thing as well. Like a lot of us are quite naive, if I can use that word. Like we're really just trusting a lot of the yeah. marketing stuff that's out there and even brands that will come out and say all natural or, you know, it's got added chamomile or whatever. Like we don't know actually what's yeah. in there and where it's being sourced. So what, um yeah, can you go deeper it's, into really what is the difference? Like what is mm-hmm. in some of these products that we're buying that we think are pretty harmless? Yeah. So as you just said, there is a lot of greenwashing out there. And I mean, I really started realizing just how toxic products were when I started doing all my research. And I realized that the industry was unregulated. And I realized that 
brands are allowed to self-regulate. And where it has left us, unfortunately, is at a place where brands are saying whatever they like about a product and they are saying that it's great for sensitive skin and they're saying that, you know, it will um, do X, Y and Z. And unfortunately, there's just no one making sure that what they're saying is factual or or truthful. Um, And where it has left us is at a point where brands are using ingredients that are like they're literally proven to be carcinogenic, neurotoxic, and endocrine disrupting. And all you have to do, the one thing that we can be thankful about is that products do have to uh, say what is in that product, the ingredients list. So all we have to do is look at the back of you know, a package or a bottle, look at the ingredients list, and we will very clearly find um, these main toxins to be watching out for. So to to cover a couple of the main toxins that I just started realizing, oh my goodness, how on earth was I? Because I was the same. Um, I was using these products, you know. I didn't realize myself over the years just how toxic and harmful um, they are to our system. So the the main ingredients that are found in most products that we should really be avoiding are synthetic preservatives. so I'm sure you've heard of parabens, right? Yeah, yeah, I have. My mum's always like, Con, if it's got parabens, don't buy it. <laughs> don't, yeah. So everyone's been educated that parabens are no good. So parabens are synthetic preservatives that are actually linked um, to disrupting our hormones because what they do in the body is they mimic our um, estrogen levels. So they mim- so they act like estrogen in the body and they put our hormones out of whack. Wow. Parabens have also been linked to and found in breast cancer tissue. And um, I mean, it's a, it's a synthetic preservative. Anything synthetic, it just makes sense to me. We don't want to eat anything synthetic, do we? Yeah. Like mm. Plastic or anything. Yeah, and why would preferably we want not. <laughs> anything, right? Why mm. would we want anything synthetic on our skin as well? So, and I don't think we realize, though, how much the skin absorbs. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I think we're so unconscious. We're just automatically, you know, I grab my Dove moisturizing cream and lather it on. It smells pretty. Like, I'm not even, I think we're not even realizing just how much we're probably putting on our bodies on a daily basis and, mm-hmm. and any idea of what's in there. Mm, well, this is, this is what I cover off at my master classes as well, just pointing out that our skin, and I know people do have an understanding of this, but our skin is our largest organ. And it absorbs between 60 to 90% of any ingredient we put onto it straight into our bloodstream. Mm. And there's even the argument that it's somewhat more important what we're putting in our skin than in our mouth sometimes wow. because at least what goes into our mouth has a chance to detoxify through our digestive system somewhat. Anything that's on our skin straight into our bloodstream, it does not have a chance to detoxify and it is proven to be affecting um, all of our internal organs and affecting our health really detrimentally. So all you have to do is think about nicotine patches, you know, Mm. like think about nicotine patches or even my beautiful naturopath, I was seeing her uh, over this last year and at a point I was quite low in iron and she said to me, she was like, okay, well, the quickest way to get iron into your bloodstream, into your system is to prescribe you a cream um, that you can rub on. And that's the quickest way to get iron into your bloodstream. Wow. (laughs) Over actually taking a supplement of iron because it's so quickly and rapidly absorbed through our skin and will take effect in the body. So it's... um, Okay. It's something to think about, isn't it? Gosh, okay. So we got up to parabens. Are there any other? <laughs> yes. I mean, I think there's a whole lot of stuff which we're going to be talking about, but yep. the key ones that are the like really like the neon flashing signs, like do not go yep. near this product. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, unfortunately, look, there is a few, but I'm just going to cover off mm. the key ones because we, we are not going to be here for 10 hours. We could be talking about all <laughs> we the toxins. We could be. <laughs> we could be. We honestly could be. Um, so the first one is synthetic preservatives such as parabens. The thing is, though, there's other synthetic preservatives out there that brands are now using instead of parabens. So there's a synthetic preservative, for example, called phenoxyethanol that is actually banned in Japan, but it's used in a lot of products in replacement to parabens. So a lot of brands are saying paraben-free, but we have to be conscious that that doesn't always mean they're not using other synthetic preservatives. Um, There's also another preservative called formaldehyde that is proven to be carcinogenic. It's a slow-releasing preservative found in a lot of products. So 
let's just be conscious that parabens aren't the only paraben. Uh, if you are looking for a paraben on the back of any product that you do have, also look for, it might be called like methyl paraben or any word that ends in paraben mm. is a paraben. There's a lot of different sort of uh, sounding and looking words, but just, just be conscious that anything that ends in paraben is a paraben. So synthetic preservatives is the number one thing to watch out for. Uh, the other one that's also really commonly found in majority of products and can be really harmful to our health is synthetic fragrance. Mm. So you'll always find, you will always find a, a, some form of preservative and some form of fragrance in majority of products. And synthetic fragrance, all synthetic fragrance tested by the EWG, which is the Environmental Working Group. So they're, they're actually the good guys. If you're unsure of an ingredient, feel free to look up ewg.org and you can search uh, that particular ingredient and what it's linked to and how safe or harmful that may be. So the EWG tested um, a whole lot of products uh, and the fragrance in there. 75% of the fragrance tested came back and was found to have an ingredient called phthalates in the fragrance. Mm. Now phthalates, have you heard of phthalates before? No, I don't think no. I have. No, so it's it's P H um, L A T E S I think test spelling phthalates. It's a P H name <laughs> word. Um, phthalates is a proven known carcinogen. Like it's it's just a known proven carcinogen. And if pretty much seventy five percent of fragrance, or even I'm sure it's even more than that, is found to have phthalates, then this is a carcinogenic ingredient that we're finding in majority of mainstream conventional products and mainstream conventional products also using the synthetic preservatives. So there's just two ingredients we've listed that are both proven. Um, and there's a lot of sources and studies on this to, you know, be linked to disrupting our hormones, our endocrine system and to be carcinogenic. And that's just two that I'm mentioning. So many of the people who listen to my podcast are on this kind of consciousness journey on some shape or form and we're becoming conscious about, you know, our thoughts, we're becoming conscious about how we show up in the world and the mm. food we put in our body and I still feel like this is an area where, mm. I mean, it's even for me um, still a, a learning curve, like I'm not yeah. 100% there and it's probably come last on the priority list, if I was to be honest, of yeah. all the different things I think of how I'm going to clean up my life, you know. So yeah. say something someone's listening to this and they're like oh my gosh like I'm really resonating I really want to start to make some change here yeah are, are there certain areas I know we've got like skincare hair care makeup body creams mm -hmm. all those different things mm -hmm. obviously the ideal situation is to throw out all the crappy stuff but where would someone begin if they do want to start making this transition off their chemical based stuff onto natural products yeah, it's that's that's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm trying to make it as easy as possible mm. for people to transition to natural, organic, eco-friendly and cruelty-free beauty. Mm. I don't want it to be daunting for anyone. I've done the research for the last couple of years to test these products and to, to really make it as easy as possible because, as you said, I mean, there's very little education on this. And, I mean, to be honest, the, some of the healthiest people that I know in my life still hadn't transitioned to natural organic skincare or beauty. And so it's you're not the only one. And for anyone listening, please don't feel, um, you know, self-conscious or bad about the fact that you haven't transitioned yet because not many people have. And that's why I'm out to really educate just so that we can make more of an um, informed decision when it comes to what we're allowing our body to absorb into our bloodstream. So... Uh, there's, there's actually an app that I recommend that everyone downloads. It's a free app. It's called Think Dirty. Mm. It's a really good resource. You can take a photo of a product or you can look up a brand. It's, it's very good for the mainstream product. So if you, you know, if you're using a Mac foundation or whatever you're using Chanel Dior, uh, you can look this product up and it will come up with a rating of one to 10 to how carcinogenic, how potentially, um, neurotoxic or you know endocrine disrupting wow. this may be wow so it's, yeah, yeah, no, I that know. existed that's awesome oh have <laughs> i not told you i know no, oh, i didn't everything. know about this <laughs> yeah so i i tell everyone in my masterclass this and there's something about having it on this app that really helps you to to go through what's in your 
um, you know, bathroom or your makeup kit. So by using this app, you can search a product. It will come up how toxic it is. It will then show you a list of the ingredients found in this product. What you can then do is click on the ingredient and it will then tell you what the ingredient is used for, what the health impacts are on your body and your health. And then it also has a source and links to all of the studies um, that have been done on that ingredient. Mm. So it's a really helpful app if, you know, if you're not sure where to start, if you're not sure what products um, are safe or not. And can I just say as a little almost disclaimer with this is there's, they give products a rating from one to 10 and there may be some Mac products that, you know, are rated 10. There may be some that are rated seven or six. Mm. Um, I do recommend if any brand is, is getting over the five mark, I just think it's, in my opinion, there's other brands that we can be using that are much, much lower um, in that rating. So definitely Think Dirty is a great app to, to look at the products that you've currently got at home. And the first products that I would recommend transitioning are think about whatever covers the largest surface area of your body. So whatever we're putting in our body, like whether it's our body wash or moisturizers or if you're someone that uses fake tan or sunscreen, because obviously whatever is covering the largest surface area of your body is what you're absorbing the mm, most of. That's a great way to think about it. I like that. Yeah, so you don't have to go and throw everything out in your bathroom unless you choose to, but you can really start by just transitioning to things that cover the large surface area of your body. So think about moisturizers, think about um, yeah, everything else that I just listed then. That's a really great place to start and every little thing makes a difference. Everything that you transition is going to be you know, benefiting your health if you then choose to use a natural organic product Um and I mean, also another thing that I like pointing out with using and transitioning to natural organic beauty and skincare is that a lot of these brands that are making products that are a lot better for our health, they're also making their products in far more sustainable ways. They're not creating the demand for toxins to be produced in the same place in the first place or to go into um, landfill or go into our waterways. They're often making their products in glass jars um, mm. and they're also, you know, supporting the environment and the planet um, a, a, a lot more than the mainstream conventional beauty brands. Mm. And the third reason that I just like quickly touching on as well is uh, to prevent animal cruelty. You know, yeah. there's there's a lot of testing that still happen happens um, in the beauty industry and at the end of the day we vote with our dollar so for any brand or any product that is you know testing on animals or not making their products in a sustainable way and we're purchasing these products we, we are voting with our dollar and we are funding them to continue doing this so I just think when we have the option of these beautiful brands that are you know making products that perform just as well I promise you they perform just as well why wouldn't we choose them and I think the only reason that maybe you know perhaps there's still some things you haven't transitioned or there's I've got a lot of friends that haven't transitioned and the only reason they haven't is because there's been a lack of education or awareness around it so mm. um yeah we can always we can always start now and I think perhaps there's been hesitation for people as well because sometimes these products are a little bit more expensive and, and obviously it's because of the quality and everything that we're sharing. But sometimes if people don't have that education and they're just sort of, you know, sometimes we're making decisions based on, oh, it smells good, the packaging is really pretty, oh, it's only $10 mm. from Priceline, oh, fantastic, mm. I'll buy that product. You know, and we, and we like the idea of the natural stuff, but I don't think you know, and this, this is why I'm really excited to bring this conversation out further is because I don't think we're really getting the impact of these choices that we're making. As you're saying, not only on our own body, not realizing that that body cream is disrupting our hormones and potentially creating cancer in our body and is mm -hmm. putting that whole list of chemicals on the back of that product straight into your bloodstream. But, mm. but on your point before, and again, I feel a bit naive saying it, but I didn't even realize we were still testing on animals. Like, mm. I'm like, is this still going on? And, yeah. and we really do have to, um, as you said, vote with our dollar and be really conscious around what's going on with these cheaper, lower grade products and the impact it's having on the environment and, and yeah. everything. 
Mm. Yeah, absolutely. A couple of points I wanted to touch on mm. there. I'll start with um, with you just mentioned um, that natural organic products are a little bit more expensive. Mm. And this is also something that a lot of people do think, um, but it's actually not the case anymore. You will find natural organic products that are making, you know, that are performing so beautifully and that you can find in a really affordable price bracket. Mm-hmm. We're really spoiled for choice now when it comes to natural brands over the last few years that no matter where your budget is, you can find products and brands that, you know what, they're actually even cheaper than, you know, than your Max or my old makeup actually, kit yeah, used, that's to true. Be, You're right. mm. used to be full of Dior and Mac and my, those Dior foundations I used to use were $90, mm. $90 a pop. And the median price of the organic foundation realm is around 40 to $50. However, you can find products that are in the $20 mark. And when it comes to skincare as well, you can be using what's in your kitchen cupboard for a couple of dollars. You can be using essential oils uh, in those in those oils in your kitchen cupboard and you're talking like one or two dollars a pop so mm. for anyone out there that is on a budget please know that um you know we do have these amazing ecolux um brands available but we there are brands out there that that are a lot more affordable for those people that can't necessarily um you know be spending 60 or 70 dollars on a foundation so it's really exciting i also wanted to point out and what i what i often do bring up is that one of the reasons I am so, so passionate about spreading this message is because we have reached a point where, unfortunately, people are sicker than ever. One in every two people is expected to get cancer these days. One in every six women is considered infertile. Last year, that used to be one in every seven. Wow. Um, and how many people do you know or whoever's out there listening, how many people do you know that have who are currently experiencing, you know, endocrine related issues, whether it's thyroid, whether it's, you know, overrun adrenals, whether it's, um, you know, cancer or tumors or some sort of illness, depression, anxiety, you know, where, where people are uh, unfortunately a little bit sicker than what they ever have been before. And I truly believe that it's obviously, it's, everything that we're doing it's from the food we're eating the water we're drinking the air we're breathing the stress we're putting ourselves under but a big part of it in my opinion truly is i think beauty and skincare because it's such it's an industry where people have zero idea of just how toxic these products are that we're putting on our skin and the impact it's having on our health and there's just you know at least when we choose to have some hot chips or some <laughs> chocolate or whatever we know what we're doing we're conscious about that decision. Whereas with the beauty industry, we're using these products or these skincare and makeup products thinking that they're actually doing our skin good. And because of the greenwashing out there, it's we're thinking it's doing good and it's actually doing the exact opposite of that. And people don't know. We don't know this because there's no education on it. Mm. And can we talk about skincare a bit for a moment? Because obviously you've been in the beauty industry and, you know, you work a lot with people's faces and makeup and, and the quality of their skin and different things like that. And, mm. and in the in the standard um, beauty kind of world of, of um, products, skincare products, you know, there's these ranges of, you know, you've got cleanser, moisturizer, toner, primer, all these different things that you put on, just like layer, 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 and they're all expensive, like they're some miracle cream, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I've been learning a lot about how to take care of my skin. It's still something I'm learning about. But I think from what I'm discovering, it can be really simple how to yeah. actually look after our face. And I'm also intrigued to talk to you about using face oils as moisturizers over these, you know, $100 creams that are apparently full of placenta or whatever they also have yeah. them. <laughs> you know, vitamin A, vitamin C and all these things. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they'll so mention we... the placenta and the vitamin C, <laughs> but they won't mention the synthetic fragrance or the parabens yeah. in there. Yeah. And it's so funny that as soon as there's like some buzz superfood like acai, then someone comes out with like an acai face cream or something and yeah. thinking that it's – and would be like, oh, wow, it's natural. And it's like it's probably just like a drop of a chemical synthesized version or something. Very likely. Anyways, what, what do you recommend is like if we were to look at – the real simple stuff we can do to keep our skin in good shape, um, yeah. maybe internally and externally, what do you recommend for people there? Yeah, well, first and foremost, I really do recommend less is more. Mm. I'm out here to 
to really get the message across that we don't need we don't need more makeup, more skincare to make ourselves look and feel beautiful. I'm I'm trying to advocate less is more. Let's really start loving the skin that we're in and let's look after our bodies internally first and foremost and then nourish our bodies externally by using natural nourishing beautiful ingredients. There's there's so much messaging out there in the the mainstream media realm that's just saying you need this, you need this, mm. you know, more more yeah. more more more. And, and I'm just Botox out and fillers and all Botox that jazz. And fillers and you need to wear 10 products before you're going to get flawless <laughs> skin and I'm just, I'm about the opposite, you know, the opposite of that. So coming back to skincare, uh, yeah, less is absolutely more. I mean, you can transition to just using a base oil, which is just a one ingredient oil, whether it's avocado oil, jojoba is an oil that our skin really readily absorbs because it has uh, the most similar molecular structure as the sebum our skin secretes Mm -hmm. so because of that it's really good one for sensitive skin and it's really readily absorbed Um, there's obviously oils like coconut oil as well that I'm conscious a lot of people do end up using as a body moisturizer or a face moisturizer which is beautiful though I, I do have to mention that coconut oil the molecular structure is quite large and because of that it doesn't fully uh get absorbed by the skin and that's why there's a quite an oily residue oil Mm. sorry residue left over with coconut oil so it works really well for some people and then others might prefer to use something a little more lightweight Um, but when it comes to skincare I'm all for using oils and oil blends Uh, oil blends so let's say let's say for example you're having some dinner and you're going to have your protein and a little bit of veg and let's just say you're only going to choose to have that sweet to sweet potato with your protein you're only going to be getting the minerals and vitamins um, and antioxidants you know rich ingredients from that one vegetable whereas I personally love to use oil blends because Mm. they're using ingredients like the jojoba like avocado oil with pomegranate with kakadu plum with um, you know elderflower a, a mix of different plant extracts that are so full of antioxidants of minerals that plump the skin that hydrate the skin that penetrate really deeply to you know not only look after our skin externally but but really nourish us from within when it's absorbed as well so I would really I really highly recommend using oils and is that for cleansing as well I know a lot of people advocate um, oil cleansing to take off makeup do you do that or is it just more so for the moisturizer yeah, I love using coconut oil as mm. uh, to take off makeup because it's because it is a little bit thicker and oilier. It does get uh, makeup off really easily, and you can cleanse with an oil as well. You can cleanse with any type of oil. You can cleanse with a rosehip, a jojoba, a coconut. Um, super easy to to do that on a really basic level. Like that is your skincare mm. sorted. Mm. Uh, I also like to point out as well that. I personally often use uh, oils as skincare, and the reason being is because think about: Have you ever had coconut oil go off or olive oil go off? Mm, I'm trying to think. I think so. I think. Are oh, you supposed I'm to say no? To... No, <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> have you? <laughs> it'd be. In, it would be. You're like I don't know the answer. I don't um, know. Maybe I have. Well, so I was trying to think. I'm like, maybe I haven't. Do yes. they not go off? Well, look, not for a very long you're like, time. Connie, you're a bad student. You <laughs> you answered <laughs> the question <laughs> wrong. Coconut oil goes off every week. <laughs> no, I'm really? trying to think about Where it. Where are you actually. getting your coconut oil from? <laughs> because I think it's, you know what? I think it only goes a bit funky if I like you know put in a spoon when I'm cooking and probably put it back in the oil. Probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, probably don't do that. <laughs> so the point I was trying to get to there was that oils act as natural preservatives. So because of that, we don't need to be putting in any other preservatives. Essential oils act as preservatives and so do oils. So you will find that your coconut oil or your avocado oil or um, olive oil, I mean, they, they don't go off because they're, 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 they're acting as natural preservatives, mm. which means you don't have to put in any you know, other products um, because they can't grow mold. There's no bacteria growing in there. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're using moisturizers, which look, 
there's some beautiful natural organic moisturizers out there as well. And it, it kind of comes down to personal preference. Um, but whenever you're mixing water in with a product, it will then have the potential to grow to grow mold and bacteria. Mm-hmm. And because of that, then there will then need to be some form of preservative in that product to help it last longer. Right, and, I get you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, we're very fortunate to have these brands that are using ingredients like rosemary extract and honeysuckle that are acting as natural preservatives in the moisturizers so don't get me wrong and think that we have to just use oils Um, we can definitely be using natural moisturizers or natural oils but the reason that I usually choose oils is because I know that they are as pure as they could possibly be when it comes to skincare and the ingredients and I know that there's no other ingredient in there Uh, it's also very important with skincare to try and be choosing certified organic skincare mm, and that is because is that? mm. that's because if a product isn't organic it is very likely sprayed with pesticides and when you're talking about a one ingredient product you uh, you could get an oil that isn't organic and it's it's also full of pesticides so wow. it's yeah so it is it is important to be choosing organic when we can, when it comes to um, oils, yeah. That's also so interesting. Like I would never think about that. I mean I, I do buy organic coconut oil but yeah. I've never really thought about why. I'm like why, why am I buying organic? I think just because that's what I buy but yeah. I've never actually fully understood that this beautiful, precious, pure oil that I think is completely clean and amazing could actually have re- uh, pesticide residue in it. Yeah, I know. It's something you don't really think about, isn't it? Mm. I, I remember reading into all of this and being like, oh, yeah, of course, that makes yeah, complete duh, sense. <laughs> uh, whilst we're talking about the uh, pesticides as well, I do just want to quickly mention that one uh, cotton is the most heavily sprayed uh, crop in the world of pesticides. And when it comes to beauty and personal care products, can I recommend that people do make sure that they're using organic tampons Mm. um, because that is obviously a product that sits inside of us and if it is not organic it's it's very likely covered in pesticides and that is yeah not great for our health because it's obviously a synthetic ingredient the pesticide so I definitely recommend organic tampons Um, Tom Organic is a great brand for that yeah yeah, no, I'm familiar with them as well. And again, like I would choose that product because I knew there was obviously some sort of reasoning behind um, its its creation and the reasoning behind it. But but I guess you don't really think about yeah, that thing is sitting inside my body and is is mm-hmm. being fully absorbed by a very sensitive part of my body as well. Mm. And and it could be yeah, is is full of full of chemicals. Wow. Absolutely, that's almost a, a number one product to yeah. transition yeah. um that's a re- that's really easy to transition or oh, there's also moon cups as well mm-hmm. which are really great so they can last a few years and you just uh wash yeah you just wash them um in hot water and you're definitely not contributing to to waste or landfill with those as well so they're a really good option too yeah thinking i think is it's important to think beyond just our own bodies as well there is so Mm. many far-reaching repercussions of all these decisions that we're making that you know we can contribute in a really positive way i think Um, Mm. i can only imagine the amount of landfill that women create as a result of their periods so yeah um, it's definitely something to think about or if it goes into the ocean you know our poor yeah. dolphins don't really want to be eating that. So it's probably all, not <laughs> something no. to think about. Um, can we also. Where our conversation ends up, dolphins <laughs> eating dolphins. <laughs> Well, I think when you get that visual, you know, it's a, it's a, it reminds yeah. you and wakes you up. So if yeah. anyone is. In Everyone the, in is going to remember that. People are going to be tweeting that. <laughs> if you're in the tampon aisle and you're like, what do I buy? Oh, that's right, the dolphins. I'll remember that. They um, actually will. <laughs> And my conversations are normally a lot more serious than this. You're making me laugh. Oh, good. No, I love it. I'm all about keeping it light and fun. Yeah, you know, supporting Um, people where you can, and yeah, 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 easily digestible. Yes, it is. Um, (laughs) Let's talk about food now as well, because I know from talking to you, being your friend, and also following you online, that uh, what you eat and what you put inside your body is just as important to you as what you're putting on your skin. Um, and I'm, I just even want to just go back to kind of your journey around that. Like, obviously you were interested in naturopathy from a young age, so you must've had some awareness around this stuff, but did you have to kind of go through a 
dietary transition as well. I think a lot of us on this journey do start to wake up consciously as well and become really aware of how we feel with certain foods. Were you ever eating in a very different way and and kind of have had to make a transition around that too? Yeah, not so much. I partly grew up in Byron Bay and on the coast and my dad was very alternative um, and very health conscious when I was younger. So I was the one that was sick at school and be, you know, if I got sick, I'd be having I'd be having all the garlic and all the ginger mm. <laughs> and um, I, I had quite a, quite a relatively yeah, healthy upbringing mm. um, and I definitely have just always been attracted to, to eating well, though I must say that in my early 20s I started, I also used to work hospitality part-time as well as makeup artistry and, you know, used to be going out a bit and, um having a lot of fun as you do, Mm. but I I started realizing that I just didn't feel great if I wasn't looking after my body. And I just want to get the most out of life. I want to thrive to my fullest potential. I want to be energized. I want to be happy. And I figured out that the best way to do that is to be nourishing our bodies. And I I also went through a period where I had um, quite an upset tummy. My my gut was a little bit out of sorts. So I guess, yeah, I have gone on a bit of a health journey, but it's not like I was ever really unhealthy or I, I got really, really sick. I've just always been attracted to and interested in feeling my best and thriving to my fullest potential. So as far as, as, far as food and nourishing my body, it's, it's a priority in my days. It's just it's an absolute priority Mm. um I make sure that I'm and when it comes to makeup and skincare and us feeling and looking our most beautiful the looking the most beautiful version as we possibly can there is no amount of makeup and skincare that is going to make you glow and radiate like a healthy diet and lifestyle will do Mm. yes natural makeup and skincare can help with that and can can help to nourish your skin, but we have to be focusing on what is going on internally if we want to radiate and glow. Mm-hmm. And that's what why I really choose to eat as organic as possible because I don't want to be eating any pesticides. Um, I don't want to be eating anything that's not considered a real food. Yeah. Um, I try to eat as much whole food as possible. I make sure that I include a lot of uh, healthy fats in my diet. Fat is so, so important to um, to be cultivating, you know, a healthy glowing skin. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that we just need to be looking after our guts um, yeah. big time. There's a lot around gut health at the moment. Um, but I did go through a bit of a journey myself where my gut was in a little bit of a state and I had a parasite and um, a few mm. different things going on. So I learned very quickly that it's it's important for us to be, you know, well, for me anyway, to be including enough protein, um, enough collagen-rich foods like broth really works for me, um, loads of vegetables um, and healthy fats is just it's a priority and lots of probiotics, lots of fermented foods. I love food. I just love it. I'm always <laughs> cooking. I could talk about food forever. For those of you who don't know, I also have, um, a, yeah, an Instagram called Natural Beauty Food, and it's just like all the meals that I cook. And if anyone does follow me on um, Instagram and my stories, I, I love food. I love cooking. I think it's fun. I think it's delicious. And if we are making the right choices and really just eating whole food that is organic when possible, um, loads of vegetables, loads of fats and loads of pre and probiotics, we will feel amazing and you will feel it. You'll feel the difference. Mm. I, I don't think I even follow that Instagram account, Em. I don't think I know that it existed, uh, this yeah, food I one. Much. I actually started it just just because I wanted to keep track of meals that I make that I enjoy. <laughs> yeah, well, so, I watch your Insta stories and I see them and I'm always like, ooh, they look amazing. Like I can yeah. see from the way that you eat, it's, it is very whole food. You do a lot of cooking your own food, which I think is really important because we have no idea really if, we, if you buy a salad and it's got a sauce on it. I mean, oh, you don't yeah. know what's in that sauce, right? I, I actually there was, I think there was one time I was coming home late at night and I was really hungry and I'm like, oh, the supermarket has some salads. Cool, I'll go grab something. And then yeah. I looked at the 
the dressing that was in it and it had like 30 ingredients and I was like I can't buy this thing and I think that's another very subtle way that we don't realize that toxins are getting in is just through the sources or the additives that seem really innocent um so yeah looking at your the way that you cook it's like you prepare a lot of your own food you use a lot of herbs and spices Mm. and Mm. you really do prioritize fat like I've seen that a lot and I Mm. think we're really coming out of that mentality where people are scared of fat but oh yeah but I think it's a it's a huge part of healing our gut and our skin isn't it our fat intake oh big time I absolutely credit my upping of the fats when I um, was going through my gut issues, the upping of the fats and the protein to be rebuilding my gut and also um, the pre and probiotic foods to just look after the bacteria in our, in our bellies. Um, And yeah, I do cook a lot with spices and herbs because let's say for example, turmeric is super anti-inflammatory full of, you know, full of uh, antioxidants, same with ginger and garlic. And I include those in pretty much all of my meals. I'm all about really delicious, but quick, simple, tasty food. So that's why I'm, I'm bringing out my little ebook called Recipes um, for Radiance. And it's it's really going to cover um, a lot of, yeah, really simple, quick, easy, but delicious, flavorsome, wholesome feeling food. And also um, some other recipes that I'd recommend for Radiance when it comes to to lifestyle, so so books and people for radiance and mm. a whole lot of other areas because I, I really believe that to co- cultivate beauty, we really have to, to look at the whole picture. It, it's a holistic journey. We have to look at the way that we're living our lives, the way that we move our body, the, what we put in our mouths, um, what we put on our skin, the way that we talk to ourselves. It's mm. it's a holistic picture. So, yeah, it's mm. – um, and can we, and, yeah, can we touch on that holistic piece as well around self-love, which I think is a huge part of beauty in that it impacts how you hold your body, it impacts the energy that you radiate, I think you know, it impacts whether or not you glow based on what the thoughts are that you're holding inside of yourself. And I always think about that um, experiment done by that Japanese guy, I think Mr. Omoto, and he was showing oh, yeah. the impact that your thoughts have on water. Oh, water? Yeah. Yes. And being out, oh. having our body being such a high percentage of water. I mean, yeah. we can't have, it's, it's fascinating as we're talking about this because <coughs> that you really see there aren't, there isn't any area you can ignore because it all impacts you in a very, very powerful way. Um, mm-hmm. Have you have you ever had any struggles with self love? I mean, I know from knowing you, you feel you have a very confident, clear energy in who you are. But did you? Is there anything you've ever struggled with? Have you ever had to work on that in any way? Um, I'm working on it every single day. Absolutely, I'm not going to say that I've. I I think I've I have always had a confidence since I was young, and I've. I learned to speak to myself uh, quite positively from a very young age because I've always been very interested in self-development and I've read loads of books, you know, from Wayne Dwyer to Tony Robbins, Louise Hay, since I was very young. For some reason, I was very attracted to them Mm. in my early teens and I think that's when I really learned and started understanding that, you know, what we, how we speak to ourselves is just, it's so important because we can either start you know, looking in the mirror or telling ourselves that that we're not good enough, that we're not pretty enough, that we're not this enough, or we can be conscious of those thoughts or those subconscious beliefs and choose to change it or choose to focus on what we're grateful for or choose to, you know, to start speaking positively and um, supportively to ourselves. And the more that we consciously catch ourselves thinking or speaking negative, negatively, the more that we can actually work on on changing those beliefs or that self-talk. So it's definitely, definitely a huge part of feeling and looking beautiful is, it, I mean, I believe everything starts in the mind and, you know, the power of belief that we have um, to to create a beautiful life. It has to, we have to believe it first ourselves. And I think we're only going to choose to eat well. We're only going to choose to exercise. We're only going to choose beautiful natural organic products when we believe that we're worthy and that we're worth it and mm. that we're good enough and that we deserve to have a life that we love. So, it really all starts in the mind. Um, and I'm really glad that you brought that up as well, because another message that I like to share and, and get across with the beauty industry on a whole is I think the beauty industry, it's very, it's very ego driven. 
And a lot of people can think, oh, you know, I'm wearing makeup and skincare, isn't it? You know, shouldn't I just be wearing nothing? Or, you know, it's 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 very ego-driven. People feel bad for indulging what, you know, indulging in themselves. They might be looking at it that way. And I, I do think if you are comfortable and happy to not wear makeup, um, you go for it. I think that is amazing. And I often don't wear makeup on my day-to-day, in my day-to-day life. But I also think there's a really, it's, it's like an act of self-love. And if you, we are given these bodies with these beautiful bodies, we are so, so lucky to, and blessed, I believe, to be given these bodies to enjoy this life. And celebrating our physical form by utilizing beautiful natural products and ingredients that is going to make us feel good. Mm. That's what it's all about. It's about the feeling. So, I mean, how good do you feel when you get your hair done Mm. and you've got a little bit of lippy on or a little bit of lip balm on? You walk out the door vibrating at a different frequency because Mm. you feel good. And if that's just the message I'm trying to get across is that if by utilizing some beautiful products that you know are going to make you really feel good about yourself and you're going to act like it's a it's a self-care ritual in the morning for 5 or 10 minutes because you deserve to spend that time on yourself to nourish your body to massage your face with some organic oil and to feel good walking out the door then that's amazing mm-hmm. and when you think about I always reference this as well the ancient Egyptians and Indians they used to celebrate their physical form. They used to, you know, dress up and um, wear all of these medicinal ingredients from plants on their skin to do that. Mm. And it's part of celebration. It's part of loving who we are and loving ourselves. We, we deserve to feel beautiful. And part of that sometimes is, you know, using a few natural products to, to cultivate that. So let's just take the ego away from it and know that you are deserving and worthy and by by nourishing your body externally it's it's actually a really beautiful uh, self-care practice mm, makes you feel so much more feminine as well I think you're exactly right that we radiate a very different energy and I think from what I've heard you what you talk about is your perspective of beauty is, is sort of enhancing what you have and who you are which I think we can mm. do with those subtle effects of a really beautiful natural product or um, a very natural fragrance you know that's based on essential oil I know that can completely shift my energy or yeah. yeah, the way that my hair is done or anything like that. And I, and I love that you're tying this back to it, it being about self-love because I really think that it is. And I think mm. making like investing in our own bodies and our own selves in that way through the choices that we're making every day is is so powerful. And I and I love what you shared that um you know, it sometimes is tied into our self-worth. And I want you to, mm. I want people to really think about, you know, when they buy like a cheap product from the supermarket versus when they invest in that divine, like handcrafted, gorgeous natural product, actually how different you feel about yourself when you use it. I mm. find I feel completely different. Like I feel more proud of myself. I feel like oh, it's yeah. a deeper level of self-love and self-care when I'm using, it's the same when I make different food choices um, because I can feel the quality of what I'm giving myself. And to me, that's a really sacred, special little act of self-love. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. There's a very, very different energy to mm. using these beautiful products. And it's something that a lot of people say to me when they transition to natural, it's like, oh my goodness, I feel I feel really good about using these products and I feel good about supporting these brands. And it's, it's really about the feeling and the energy around it um, that's actually quite, quite beautiful. It is, yeah. Um, yeah, it absolutely is. Oh, Emily, thank you. This has been so beautiful. You've really re-inspired me and it's really helped clarify things for me. And I think just, you know, we've got to remember this doesn't have to be overwhelming. It can be really simple and it's probably more about taking things away rather than needing to add in a whole new uh, set of things as yet. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention Mm. as well when that's what came to me. So I just wanted to mention too that exactly that is – less less really is more and you will find that when you transition to using natural organic products your skin will will very likely clear and look 
a lot better. So you'll actually in turn end up using less and less. Mm. So like by transitioning to natural, you'll find that you don't necessarily need to wear as much foundation because your skin, you know, isn't breaking out. You'll find that your skin doesn't have that redness because you're nourishing it. You're not irritating it. And so by switching to natural, not only are we obviously making a better choice for our health, the planet and to prevent animal cruelty, but we're actually then heading towards needing to wear less because we just won't have as much to cover up. It's quite interesting. I find that, you know, the YouTube uh, tutorials that I watch from a lot of big beauty bloggers, before they put on their makeup, I do notice that their skin looks a little bit red or irritated, or you can see um, a few blemishes. And I just find it I find it kind of interesting that the proof's in in the pudding. It's like there's all these mainstream products that are needed to cover up, um, you know, blemishes or redness, which which isn't always just from products. It's it's very much can be you know from hormones or a few different things. So um, yeah, th- there's that with it as well. But I mean, my skin since I've started using natural products is is to be honest, it's pretty flawless because I'm just not putting on anything on it that irritates it. So I find that I just need to use less and less. Yeah, I love that. And then, yeah, it becomes more affordable. It becomes so much more simple and easy and beautiful and and mm. you're not needing to lug around these giant um, handbags full of makeup or have our bathroom cabinet full of just like 20,000 different things. Yeah, right, <laughs> as we do. Oh, you should see my office. I've got so many natural beauty products but they're all they're all beautiful things and can you share with um, my audience where they can find out more about you and also find out what to expect from you I know you've got a few things coming out over the next few months yeah oh I've got so much that I'm working on I'm just so excited about Mm. spreading the message of how important it is to transition to natural and also to empower women to really start loving the skin that they're in and helping people understand that that less is more and that, you know, we can really cultivate beauty from within and without. Mm. So I have, gosh, I have a lot of different things going on, but the best place to find a lot of uh, my blogs and reviews is on depthsofbeauty.com.au. So that's my website where I have just started doing a lot more uh, YouTube tutorials and reviews of products. So it's been about three years now that I've been reviewing and testing loads of different products. Um, I always mention the price range and I always mention the difference between products because again, I don't want anyone to go and waste their money or be testing and trialing these products. I've done it for you. I've I've done it for you. So please make the most of that. You can just head to my site and you can search, um, you know, you can search hair care, foundations, concealer, um, the whole lot, and there'll be reviews that pop up. So my website's a great space, um, to find that information. There's also, um, I, I host masterclasses as well. So I do live events and trainings to help people transition and to help them color match the right products for them. And we also go into, you know, the toxins and why it's important to switch to natural. So I do the masterclasses, the YouTube channel. If you just Google Emily Banks YouTube, I don't have my own URL yet. So mm-hmm. they don't give you a URL until you have a certain amount of followers. Oh, okay. so. <laughs> I'll put links as well. There'll be links below this in the show notes for everything that you're mentioning too. Beautiful. Mm. So yeah, the YouTube, I'm going to do a lot more um, blogs and reviews on that. And then I also have some really exciting stuff that I'm working on um, for the online space. So my recipes for radiance book, that's very, very exciting. And it's just hopefully going to help a lot of people um, to start cultivating beauty from within and without. And I, yeah, I think that's sort of the main places to find me. Yeah. yeah, that, I think I think that covers it as far as how, how how to find me. There's a whole lot of other things going on. So we could be here for days talking about it, but it's it's really exciting times. So yeah. I'm working quite closely with some brands. Um, I actually do help brands to reformulate and create products as well. So it's really exciting knowing that a lot of these incredible brands are coming out with some new products that have even better color ranges and even more amazing um, formulations and consistencies. So Mm. that's also really exciting. I also delve into that side of things with brands as well. So Mm. um, that's, that's another fun thing. Wow. Exciting. So much going on. And I just, yeah, I love your passion. It's just so inspiring, you know, to hear you speak with so much 
energy and passion about what you believe in. So um, I've loved this conversation and I recommend, you know, I'll, I'll post all the links on the show notes and people can go and follow you and um, follow you on Instagram as well and watch your Insta stories because they're great behind the scenes of how you actually live and the products that you use and, you know, your whole lifestyle around it too, which I know is so important to you. So I'll yeah. post all the notes to that. Thank you, beautiful, for being here. It's been amazing chatting to you. My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And I just want to finish by saying as well to everyone who's listening, please know that the transition to natural is really easy and any little choice that you make can make a difference. So anything that you transition will make an impact on your health and the planet. Don't feel overwhelmed. You know, every little thing that you do counts and um, and we're in it together. So the more that we can spread this message and create the education and awareness, the more that we can just make better choices for our health and for the planet. And it's really exciting because we've got so many amazing, amazing options. So thank you, beautiful girl, for sharing this message and for having me you know, chat with you because the more that we can spread this, the more lives um, we can change and the bigger impact it will have in the long run. So Mm. thanks, darling. No, my pleasure. I think it's a really nice additional piece to bring on to so many of the more sort of spiritual or conscious or mindset conversations that I have. You know, I talk Mm. a lot about health and wellness as well and self-love, but, you know, this is a whole other piece of the puzzle that I think my audience will really soak this up because I think it's a whole nother element of, of what they can learn about this whole journey of, you know, conscious living and, and um, looking after ourselves. So thank you. And thank My you. Pleasure. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you to everyone who's been tuned in to this week's episode of Awaken Radio. It's been so awesome to have you here. If you have any comments or feedback, you can go on over to this episode at ConnieChapman.com and you can leave me a message or a comment there. And I also recommend you go and connect with Emily in all the different platforms, the many different platforms that she's on. <laughs> So thanks so much, guys, and I look forward to chatting to you next week again on Awaken Radio. Lots of love. Bye.